0: Hey, so I'm popping in real quick to tell you and set the context for this episode. This is episode number two in a series of three that basically give you a lot of insight to how I approach teaching yoga these days and how this process has changed through the past eight years and 4,000 some classes. So um, I hope it brings you some value and I hope that you can bring some parts of it into your yoga practice or how you approach going to yoga class so let's get started welcome to awake by npy My name is Caroline Herring, and together we are gonna use this platform to explore what it means to take responsibility for your practice on your mat and off. We're gonna dive deep into philosophy, science, the body, the mind, and all those aspects that go into making and cultivating a practice that works for you. I hope you join me for this ride, and I'm just gonna tell you to buckle up. It's gonna be fun. What up? <laughs> okay, so hellos and goodbyes are not my thing. <laughs> I don't like, let me paint the picture for you right now. I am sitting on the floor in my living room at my house and I am talking to you, which is basically talking out into the air, into the ether. And, and I'm trying to like, um, trying to relax, uh, but hellos and goodbyes are not my thing. Just deal with it. <laughs> I uh, I think I'm going to get good at this one day. This whole podcasting thing is really new for me. And it's incredible though. I, I have to say that the feedback and 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 the comments that I've gotten in the past few weeks are amazing. And I'm like, holy cow, this was like out there waiting for me. All I had to do was just like, Start yapping on my living room floor. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Technology. I tell you. Okay, so today we're going to talk about the second part of, of my teaching methodology, basically. And um, that ties into something very, very important. And the most important thing for for your yoga teacher and for me as a yoga teacher, and if you are a yoga teacher pay special attention to this the most important thing for your students progress is that they actually show up right that that you actually come to class so that you progress because there's nothing worse than the not feeling like going to class and and you're not going to feel like it all the time that's fine but I think it's the responsibility of a teacher to make you want to come to class by providing value. And you might say like, oh my gosh, that is a big responsibility. I don't come to yoga because of the teacher. Well, my darling, you still do. Um, Whether the value is in um, what kind of perspective they can offer, um, what they physically teach you to do with your body or express with your body, um, or when it's just about, you know, my philosophy, having fun. So there was this thing that I noticed really, really early on in my PT career. So as a personal trainer, I noticed one thing. It did not matter how educated a trainer was um based on how long they kept their clients the clients that stayed were the clients that had the most fun training let me repeat that it didn't matter how educated the the trainer was people stayed because they had fun so they would like joke around on the gym floor laugh share jokes Share experiences, and I was like, "Holy crap, this is amazing, amazing!" So, what I started doing slowly but surely with my yoga classes was stop to edit myself. Um, I realized that first of all, if I have to like stick to uh, allowed or not allowed language in the yoga room. I'm going to have a problem. <laughs> so while I wasn't allowed to cuss at some of my employer's places, and I, I probably respected that most of the time, I started to actually be a part of the class in a, lot, in a different way where where I, I was just being human. And a big part of that was joking around, saying something inappropriate in an inappropriate pose just because I was thinking it. Um, and, and, you know, some people are not there, uh, to connect and that's fine, but my students, the diehards became even more diehard, but not just that, we became friends. We built relationships. So that was what started the whole fun over serious mm idea that I have. Because if if you are enjoying yourself, you're building all these positive associations with the act or activity that you're doing. And then it's gonna be way easier when you're like on the couch thinking about whether or not you're gonna watch that chair Uh, series on Netflix or, or you or whatever it is. That's like, did you watch the last episode of like last season of you? Oh my gosh, creepy. I got to episode four and I'm like, I don't want this in my brain. Yeah. Uh, okay. I digress. But when that, you know, urge to stay on the couch hits, if you are guaranteed to have a fun time, or at least a time that's not a complete waste, a time where you can be offered some introspection, maybe a challenge, maybe you'll, the whole class will be shouting, (laughs) you know, that kind of stuff. I mean, it's not all at once. Don't get me wrong. Like sometimes it sounds like my classes are crazy and yes, they can be, but it's, it's so much more fun when it's fun, right? We have enough time to be serious. Um, so I know that, that you're going to do it more often if you have fun. And when I presented this idea um, to my old employers... They were not, not too fond of it because we had to like, be respectful of tradition and, and all that. And I'm like, well, okay, I'll do it your way. That's fine. But once I open NPY, it's amazing because now I don't have to answer to anyone <laughs> except myself. Um, and then, or maybe Ula sometimes. Um, but then our people are amazing. Do you know that we have about 10% of our members who show up six plus times a week? And then the big majority show up for class three, three to five. Um, We don't have people that we don't see. Like less than five members that are just members that we don't see a lot of. And even they keep their memberships because they love the convenience of just being able to pop by. So... What happens when, when you, you don't take yourself, your yoga, your life so seriously is that you want to be a part of it. And I've found a lot of ways that I can introduce this fun. Now, the most happy accident that happened sometime two and a half years ago was uh, Saturday Morning Wicked Yoga Party or SMWYP if you've been on my Instagram. And, um, it was just, um, the low attendance class of the studio. So every Saturday morning I, myself or another teacher would show up and we'd have like three or four people there. And I was like, I am not working on a Saturday anymore. Um, Like, I I want people to want to show up. This means that they're only coming during the week because they promised they they wanted to like work out and get their yoga in, but they don't want to come. Like, they don't want to be there. So, heck, I'm going to make it my mission to make them want to show up on a Saturday. Because... Saturday classes are amazing. I started doing Saturday and Sunday morning classes when I lived in Maryland and taught right outside of D.C., and it was like the most amazing thing because people really come because they want to be there, and and we can translate that through the week, but it's just different. The crew on Saturdays and Sundays, oh, uh, I, I just love the energy in the room because it's not obligation. It's not discipline. It is... I want to be here, right? That is the energy in the room. So it's amazing. So I started uh, making different playlists. They were like a lot more upbeat. And then we started breaking all the yoga rules. (laughs) Now this is a big thing. It's a big deal for me because I used to be like, uh, I used to be like, don't, don't do, don't break the rules, right? We, we did to stick by the rules and even my rules were even stricter because of all my, uh, all my other training into different movement modalities. So I was really, really strict and safe and all that kind of stuff. But I was like, let's just have one day a week where, where we find the joy in yoga again. Like let's reignite that joy and I started to just refer to it as a as a party. And then that party turned into a wicked party. And before I knew it, I was advertising Saturday morning wicked yoga party. And it, and it was a thing. And that is really our our waitlisted class most weeks. Like it's insane. Uh people want to show up because breaking the rules And doing incredible things. And like every time I introduce a new movement pattern that's probably traditionally been frowned upon, they like own it. But that's only, they only own it when they show up more times a week to like build the foundation and the technique and all the body awareness, right? If you walk straight into Saturday Morning Wicked, you're going to be like, what the is going on? I can't keep up. And that is because we practice all these skills throughout the week. But making it fun is the most important thing that we can do because that builds consistency, right? Having things that you enjoy doing. Now, don't get me wrong, it's not always crazy and loud and and hilarious. Most of the time I'm not very funny. <laughs> so, so it's just just as balanced with the mindful, the slow and, and the soul searching, right? So, so there's a layer to both. That's why I had different classes, um, and variation, you know, uh, having different classes for different needs. We, we have a really good, uh, flow through the week. So we take you like through the basics, the foundations and into like, Oh, ah! no, I'm just kidding we going to kill me for that. Uh no, he's not. He's just going to be a little upset. Um so if you don't know who Uul is, it's the other like the co-owner of MPY that also teaches there. So you should check him out on Instagram and say hi to. Um I don't think he's going to come on here yet. You should encourage him um cuz cuz he has a really cool j- yoga journey and uh yeah, okay, let's get back to back to fun over serious. Now, what makes it fun? What can help you um, progress, really? if you notice a difference between the days that you do it and the days that you don't? That can go into the fun basket, right it's um, it's making you want to do it. It's providing you with value. So what kind of value are you looking to extract from your yoga practice? It's not always fun sometimes we do it because we promised ourselves we would and we wouldn't break a promise to ourselves, would we? I'm trying not to, but you know that is sometimes that's why we're showing up. Other times we're showing up because something special is going on and, and we do have a lot of special events. We have a lot of challenges. We have a lot of things happening at the studios so that we facilitate for you wanting to be a part and wanting to show up a lot. But the second part that ensures that people actually go to yoga is progress. Um, nailing those new poses and, and, and bringing, you know, their practice into a deeper level, whether that is spiritually or physically. Um, At our studio, we've solved that by offering different types of memberships. So we have basic plus and premium and, and basic membership is if you just want to come and go as you please and take all the classes that you want. And if you're a plus, you can, you also get a monthly workshop. So that you get to like work on your skills, and then if you're premium, you get a workshop and a PT session, so that you can have a plan of what you're working towards. Or if you have like a shitty, shitty day, you just need some one-on-one attention and and guidance and like a completely tailored flow to your liking. That's also a great luxury um, that you can you can award yourself. Is that how you say it? (laughs) So fun doesn't necessarily mean like laughing, having fun. Um, it means that we, we facilitate for your journey so that you stay on it so that life doesn't happen. And we make sure that we don't, we don't Allow life to happen. Life happens. You're going to have three weeks that you don't show up every once in a while. That's going to happen because life freaking happens. But there's no judgment. There's nothing making you feel bad in that. You can join, you know, with the same enthusiasm as the last time we saw you, right? Because we want you to be there. Excuse me. I got this weird, like, hiccup happening here. Hmm. So, fun, over, serious. There's a time to be serious though i don't I don't want to leave that out. Um, there are elements to this tradition that we need to honor and that we need to hold space for. But I do tend to like most people are on social media because they're bored, right? Uh, we do live in an information overload age, so having a place that you can come and kind of disconnect from that and just be is, is pretty incredible. I I taught uh, a class two weeks ago, and I still remember it was the coolest class in the world because by now, I've been human so much that that my humans in class are starting to, like, show a lot and um people are starting to like release their inhibitions i guess they're very comfortable and and we had this yoga class with weights and um we we have this sequence towards the end where we flow with weights and then we flow without weights we put them down and then we were like standing up and i said like in like inhale crescent lunge or something and i'm like feel this and like three people in the front row at the same time were like hallelujah and then this whole thing happened in class cuz it was just fun you know it's 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 a great place to be like you really it's a great place to be and and even though that doesn't happen all the time it's fun that they have adopted that you know what i'm just going to let my myself hang out and be real and, and be who I am right now and let that express. It's amazing. It's amazing to watch. Truly is amazing to watch. Truly is amazing to witness. And and all because I suck at staying sticking to the script. <laughs> Um, no, not all because of that. It really is about one thing. And that is, it doesn't work if we don't do it. Yoga won't work if we don't do it. And that is the main thing. So how can I facilitate for you actually showing up and doing it? It's that simple. How can I facilitate for that? How can I make you want to show up? How can I serve you so that you take the time for your self-care to to balance your your body and your mind and find flexibility in your mind and your body and all that good stuff that yoga gives us. So before I go, I'm going to tell you about something crazy that also happened because I would like to let it all hang out there and you know, if you've been thinking about joining NPY or, or like a training with me in the future, I I want you to know what you're walking into. So there's something incredibly liberating about screaming at the top of your lungs. And I know you might tense up right now and be like, oh my gosh, I don't want you to walk into class scared. It doesn't happen a lot. And if it happens, it's on Saturdays cause that's the wicked yoga party time. Um, well, it also happened at our 108 sun salutation, but that was fucking magical. So, um, that's okay. Um, but every once in a while when, when people are getting tired and their form is kind of failing, waking us up to where we are and bringing us present is really important right? Because injuries happen when we're not being present, when we're putting enough, too much load onto, onto our tissues, right? So we don't want to get hurt. And a great way to wake up is to yell something (laughs) or a great way to motivate you for that last round when you're really, really tired, tired is, is to yell something. So we've gone through a whole bunch of stuff We've yelled, I, I can, <laughs> and I am strong. Most of the time, it's just like this loud grunt. And the first time you walk into class and you're like, uh, I'm not doing that. That's totally fine. That's totally fine. You don't have to, but I'm just going to rec- tell you, there is something liberating about letting your voice out. And uh, it's one of my favorite lectures in TT, too, when we when we actually learn to be loud and accept that we do have a voice. So, breaking out of your comfort zone is also crazy important in this journey, and, and I guess that's what, what the whole idea with fun is, is breaking out of that comfort zone, out of the Expected without de- being disrespectful about tradition or disrespectful in how we treat the body. So, with that, I hope that the yoga class that you attend or the yoga classes that you attend facilitate for you wanting to go there. And and if if you don't want to go, I recommend that you try a different style or a different studio, or or just find that joy. I promise you we're going to come online soon. Uh, I'm just too busy and I am having way too much fun podcasting to to do that. But I promise we'll be online soon. It doesn't work if you don't do it. It won't work if you don't do it. So step number one is to want to do it. There are a lot of steps number one. I think I've said step number one every single podcast episode. But that's okay because, you know, we're human. I wish you the best on this journey. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. And we will talk soon. Peace, y'all. Thank you so much for listening to Awake by NPY today. And it would mean the world to me if you shared this with your friends, if you screenshot that you're listening to the podcast and tag at Norway Power Yoga on Instagram or tag me at Strength to Pause. Um, I really, 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 truly appreciate every single second that you spend with me either here or in person. So thank you. Thank you again for listening and and share it with someone that you think could find some value right here. Thank you.